Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen. On the fan. Yeah, what's going on? It's a final as the Brewers take game two of this three-game set, 9-3 the final. Welcome, everybody, to the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen after a Brewers victory to even up the series at a game apiece. And what a bounce-back win for this baseball team. And again, they find ways to just hang in here, guys. Just hang in there. Put yourself in a position to make a move, and they get it done tonight. Finally, the offense steps up a couple of crooked numbers in this one, and and they bust out the long ball at target. This is a nice win, a good bounce back win, and a, you know maybe even more importantly, we see a, a little bit more of the future here, and more on that in just a little bit. But. Brett Anderson, a nice performance tonight. Six innings, five hits, and just a run allowed. Did not walk a man and struck out five in the performance. He really needed that, and I think this this baseball team needed that for Brett Anderson to step up and be the veteran he has been. He, he had a decent year last year with a 3-8 ERA, was durable as well, and got his 30 starts, but uh, much-needed victory for the Brewers as they – now have a chance to win the series and and, and a chance, guys, to uh, make it uh, consecutive series victories over the Chicago Cubs and Minnesota Twins. And what a way to uh, to end that little stretch of Twins, Cubs, Twins that I keep referring to. And, and, and I think if you go and, and you look at the schedule moving forward, you're going to look back on, on this 10-game run as, as the toughest 10 games. Uh, you know, at least... Uh, at least as it, as it goes to the competition, the toughest ten games of the season. You're sitting at at a at a five and four mark right now through those ten games, and in all all reality, it it could have been one additional win. You could have been sitting a lot better, but still five and four. I I think uh, I think with the way the offense had been heading into this ten game run, I think a lot of us would have said. Hey, would you take five and five if you could take it now? Heading into the Twins three-game set at Miller Park, four games at Wrigley, three more at Target against the Twins again. I think most of us would have said yes, yes to that. And 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 they're in a position right now, uh, not only to to do the five and five, but to do one better and go six and four and actually make hay during the ten-game run. Big win for the crew tonight. Huge win for the crew as you uh, stare down 
uh, the barrel of Brandon Woodruff. Um, Barrios on the on the hill for uh, for Minnesota tomorrow. That's going to be a good matchup. But uh, Brewers win this game nine three. If you want to react to this one, four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. As uh, four home runs hit by the Milwaukee Brewers, and we finally see really what what is uh, compromised uh, of the A lineup. A lot of people say Manny Pena is in the A lineup. I'm not sure I agree with that. I still think it's Omar Narvaez, despite the, despite the low batting average for Omar. I still think he is he is in the A lineup, and you know Manny Pena is uh, at the end of the day a, a great catcher, defensively a great catcher. Not really been known to to swing the bat as as an everyday player, but you know there's some adjustments that are being made for Craig Council. Now the Brewers with the win, eleven and eleven. Let's go back over. Our game notes and our recap here. First inning, Brewers, a one-out base hit by Yelich. Here's some of the learning moments for Keston Hira, and I think a lot of players go through this. Keston Hira needs to understand that um, you know the infield fly rule may not be called if the ball drifts into the outfield. That being said, when it does drift into the outfield a little bit, that you have to get near first base just to keep the defense honest. And that way they don't do a double play on you and let the ball drop and do a double play. Just saying, Keston, it's it's those learning moments. I mean, he's obviously got the raw ability. Uh, he was uh, caught stealing, I think. Technically, it goes down as a caught stealing again. I mean, that happened in Chicago as well. And I'm not sure Keston here is uh, noted for his uh, fleet foot. But uh, nonetheless, learning moments. That's what happened after a uh, Christian Yelich walk. In that first inning, Twins go 1-2-3 in the bottom half of the first, and the Brewers 1-2-3 in the second inning. In fact, uh, Rich Hill had thrown, check this out, Rich Hill had thrown seven pitches in that first inning to get through unscathed. And then in the second inning, his first two pitches were outs. So in nine pitches, he had recorded five outs. Yeah, that didn't didn't bode well, and you thought it was going to be one of those nights. Uh, Twins get on the board in the bottom half, a one-out bottom half of the second. One-out double followed up by an RBI single. Then a strike-em-out, throw-em-out gets Anderson out of that inning into the third inning. Here's where it got fun. Brewers pick up a crooked number in the third inning, chasing Rich Hill in that process. Uh, two outs, a all with two outs, a walk to Orlando Arcia. And then Ryan Braun. You knew it was coming. Guys, you knew it was coming. You He's in the lineup. The more he's going to do this. Braun turns on one deep to left field. Out of line. And it's gone. Ryan Braun, a rope. Touching inside the foul pole. And the Brewers take the lead here in the third. A nice short stroke by Brawny. And he uh, hammered that one. This question was going to be fair. Even to keep it fair inside that foul pole. A blind drive bullet from Braun. After the Arcia walk, check this out. Supposed to be away. Look where it ends up. Middle in, fastball, and Brawny does not miss it. Good to have him back in the lineup. Goodness, that ball was smoked. Yeah, don't look now. Ryan Braun's starting to heat up a little bit. He really is, guys. Two to one, his first on the year. Christian Yelich then drew a walk. Keston Hero with a base hit. And, as a matter of fact, hus- uh, hustled out of the box on that one. 
Uh, Jed Jerko walked to load the bases. Avisail Garcia comes through with a two-strike, two-out, two-run base hit. And a curve, line drive, base hit into left field. Yelich is in. Here comes Hira, and the throw sails over the catcher as a two-run knot for Garcia. And a big inning here in the third for the Brew Crew. They lead it 4-1. to one. Yeah, Brew is finally taking advantage of a hanging curveball from Rich Hill. Oh. Garcia was behind on the fastball, just about that entire at-bat, left the curveball up, and he hit it hard in the left. Yeah, the Brewers put up four runs in that third inning on three hits, three walks. They bat around in the frame, and they take a 4-1 to lead into the bottom of the third inning. Anderson needs a shutdown inning right there. I'm going to call that the turning point. You go up 4-1 to right there. You know, that's a tough Twins team. And with the Brewers' offense struggling uh, thus far to, to get runs on the board, you're, you're thinking, you know, if you can get a shutdown inning there, maybe you can tack on and run away with this thing. Turning point with Great Lakes Dragway. Check out uh, greatlakesdragway.com for rental track rental and event information. That bottom of the third, the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin, turning point. Uh, fourth inning, neither team scores. Anderson, a uh, little bit of trouble in the bottom half of that fourth inning. A uh, couple of runners on with one out facing Sano and Rosario. Gets a ground ball and a fly out to get out of that thing. Into the fifth inning with a three-run lead. Brewers back at it in the fifth inning. A leadoff base hit by Ryan Braun. That set the stage for Christian Yelich. One-two pitch. Yelich swings and lifts one deep into center field. Buxton going back, climbs the wall, it's gone! Dead center field, Christian Yelich, his sixth home run of the year, and the Brewers lead it 6-1. to one. Uh, Look out, he's coming on. Yeah, two hits, a walk. And lefty versus lefty, knocks one out of here to dead center. But Ryan Braun, Christian Yelich putting up some offense here in the fifth. Yeah, there's not much more sweeter views than uh, Kristen Yelich off a lefty, and we've seen it the last couple of seasons, when he goes to center. I mean, he squares up, keeps the front shoulder in, keeps the head down. It is a sweet-looking sweet looking, uh, thing for Kristen Yelich when he goes dead center against a lefty. Mm. Six to one. Keston Hira then draws a walk, and then he's picked off. Keston, another learning moment. Learn, kid, learn. Uh, Jed Jerko then drew a walk, and that set the stage once again. Avasail Garcia. Garcia with a drive deep to left field, and that's gone. Third bomb of the night for the Brew Crew as Avi Garcia sends one out of here. And it's a three-run inning now for the Brewers. Another breaking pitch, and Garcia smokes it out of here to left. Yeah, Thorpe having his problems here tonight. A couple of homers, a couple of walks. There's that curveball up in his eyes, and he just smokes it out of here. Boy, really staying back nicely on that curveball. Good balance, good follow-through, and a line drive out of here. Man, oh, man. Uh, I mean, it's it's a rare situation here this year for the Brewers to be, at that point, up 8-1. to one. In fact, all eight RBIs by the Brewers outfield in this configuration. Two-run shots by the entire outfield and then the additional two-run base hit by Garcia. 
as the Brewers take an 8-1 lead, bottom of the fifth inning. Uh, that was uh, the second time in the game the Brewers offense batted around. Through five innings, guys, they drew seven walks along with the eight runs. That's yeah, big-time stuff. Stays 8-1 to one into the seventh inning because Brett Anderson had another scoreless inning in the sixth. Uh, again, his final line, he goes those six innings, a quality start, allowing just that one run on five hits, no walks, and five strikeouts. Uh, that was a, that was a big-time performance from Brett Anderson. We're going to hear from Brett coming up in just a little bit. Brewers empty in the seventh. Drew Rasmussen in. We've been waiting for this kid to make his debut, and he finally does. First batter, major league debut. This is what happened. Rasmussen had a taste of the College World Series three years ago at Oregon State. And a strikeout of Sano, and that's how you start your big league career. 99 up in the zone, and good luck with that. Yeah, that's it. Drew Rasmussen, welcome to the big leagues. Miguel Sano, that's, that's going to be the baseball he saves right there. He ends up pitching a scoreless uh, seventh inning, strikes out a pair, gives up one hit. It's 8-1 to one into the eighth inning, and uh, Drew Rasmussen, Again, another scoreless inning. Two innings in relief for the young rookie. Three strikeouts, a couple of hits, no runs given up into the ninth inning. And Keston Hira says, well, let us let me get in on some of this fun as he stepped up in the ninth. But they've had double-digit hits in three of the last four games as Hira will lift one deep to left field. A no-doubter, a solo shot for Keston Hira. The fourth home run of the night for the Brewers. They lead it 9-1. to one. Corey Knable called upon to preserve a 9-1 to one lead, but uh, in the bottom of the ninth gets into some trouble. A couple of runs, a couple of more base runners. He does get a pair of outs, but uh, Council has to go to Alex Claudio. He had seen enough of Corey Knable, and I don't mean that in a, in a, in a nasty way. Claudio does shut it down for the Brewers' victory, 9-3. Obviously, guys, coming back from Tommy John is not an easy thing to do, and uh, we're just going to have to be patient, I guess, with Corey Knable. And I know that uh, we all want him to be where he was a couple of years ago, but, I mean, it, with the Tommy John, it, it's going to take some time. And in, in the meantime, you just cannot put him in a game-changing situation. So that was a perfect opportunity to get in there. Brewers win 9-3 as they take game two of this three-game set. And they uh, have a chance for a, a season, I should say a series victory, with a win tomorrow. 414-799-1250. Again, we'll hear from Brett Anderson, Craig Council coming up. If you guys want to react, 799-1250. Just wondering about the future of the Brewers pitchers. As the future is looking pretty bright here. You talk about the likes of a new guy in, entered into the mix. And I'm not talking about Devin Williams, a guy like Drew Rasmussen, as he enters in. We'll talk more after the break here. It's the Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen, it's a 9-3 Brewers victory. We'll be right back on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on The Fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power. 
on the web at liuna113.org. Yeah, a little more like it here for the Milwaukee Brewers, and they bounce back, but the offense really steps up. And this is this is really what we talked about when the offense is really struggling. The number's rather disturbing. I mean, I read those on the On Deck show today. We talked about it last night. Some of the uh, really pathetic sort of uh, batting averages that the, the 10 of the 13 players had coming into tonight's game. And I know it's... You know, it's a situation where uh, I would say, you know, a couple of three or four or five decent games going to move that number pretty good. But I I will say that nonetheless, those numbers were disturbing. However, we also talked about uh, four or five or six days ago that this offense will get hot. I'm convinced of it, that they will get hot. Because when you're all slumping like that, I mean, you know, the worm's going to turn. And, and they're going to put up some runs. Now, and again, I don't know how long this offense is going to stay hot. I mean, three games, five games, maybe a week or ten days, hopefully, uh, before they start uh, leveling off a little bit. But you knew that they would get hot. And so maybe this is sort of the start of something. And we can, we can sense that there is sort of a start of something. Situational baseball is a little bit different. Yesterday, disheartening as, as it's been all season long with that loss. Now, some people say that the, the fact that, you know, they ba- battle back was a good thing. And it, it, it's, it's fine. Those things are going to happen. Situational baseball, that's a little hair splitting. First and third, nobody out. Need to get that run in. They don't get it in. Yeah, you're, you're pissed about it. I think, but in the bigger picture, you look at what they did in Chicago, 18 runs in the four games, including back-to-back six-run performances. You, know, you look at them battling back, uh, just coming out of that series last night, down three, getting no hit in the ninth, and you battle back, put up four hits by the time uh, the game was over. Tonight, you put up 11 hits and seven walks, a ton of traffic. So you're seeing some of the corner being turned. Whether or not that's going to equate to wins, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But, man, oh, man, uh, I got to say, uh, this uh, this was coming. This, this was coming. Let's go inside the box as we take a look at a Brewers victory tonight. Ryan Braun, that leadoff spot again, two for four, two runs scored, two RBIs. Same thing for Yelich, two for four, two runs scored, two RBIs, although Yelly drew a walk. Keston Hira, three for four, two runs scored, one RBI, also drew a walk. Jed Jerko goes 0 for three with a run scored and two walks. Avasail Garcia, two for four with a run scored, four knocked in. There's your Chevy MVB right there. The Chevy MVB brought to you by Chevy. Check out the new Chevy Silverado at uh, your local Chevy dealers or at WisconsinDrivesChevy.com. Avasail Garcia. Doing the job tonight. Uh, Manny Pena, the only hitter in the Brewers lineup that did not reach base. He went 0 for 5. Justin Smoke goes 1 for 4 with a walk. Luis Urias 0 for 3, 1 walk. Orlando Arcia goes 0 for 3 with a run scored and a walk. Ben Gamble, where has this been? <laughs> Pinch hit appearance gets in there and goes 1 for 1, slaps a base hit. That's a good good sign as well. Brett Anderson, the lefty tonight, he goes six innings and allows uh, one run on just five hits, no walks and five strikeouts. Drew Rasmussen, 
The rookie made his major league debut, uh, two scoreless innings, three hits. I should say two hits with three strikeouts. Corey Knavel, that's yeah, still a battle, two-thirds of an inning, three hits, two runs, both earned, one walk, and uh, no strikeouts. Alex Claudio, one-third of an inning clean. The Brewers tonight, they get nine runs on 11 hits, no errors. The Twins, just three runs on 10 hits, one error. The win goes to Brett Anderson. He is now one and two. Lost to Rich Hill. He is now one and one. The Brewers eleven and eleven here in the twenty twenty championship season, as uh, they have a chance to take the series. Wanted to make mention uh, just a little bit about something that I was thinking about earlier today, and we talked a little bit about it on the on deck show, and that is the arms in this, uh, the young arms in this organization. Uh, with Brandon Woodruff, I think that is well well advertised. Uh, Adrian Hauser coming on, and I think people are starting to gain, um, you know, a, a little trust in Adrian Hauser to keep you in a ball game. I think that's a fair assessment with some Brewers fans. Uh, you also have, you know, a Devin Williams out there. Now I'm not sure that he's going to stay in that pen. We'll have to wait and find out. But you know, Corbin Burns. Has uh, has maybe turned the corner just a little bit from last year. Freddie Peralta, Devin Williams, as I said, and now Spike in Drew Rasmussen. And you can tell the kind of players, the kind of pitchers at least, that David Stearns and Matt Arnold like in that front office. Assembling this pitching staff with young arms that can gas mid to upper 90s. I mean, it's clear to me. Rasmussen was hit 98-99. Devin Williams is 97-98. We all know about Josh Hader. You look at uh, Freddie Peralta, yeah, not maybe not the upper 90s. But, I mean, he still can, can hump it up there, 93-94. Hauser's got some steam. Woodruff has some gas. Burns has some velocity. They're hard-throwing young pitchers in this organization. Guys, that future bodes well. Probably the most promising stable of pitchers, basically young pitchers, that the Brewers have had maybe ever. That's saying a lot. Maybe ever. Now, you can go back and you can say, well, Bill Travers and Jim Slayton and Eduardo Rodriguez and Billy Champion, <laughs> when they assembled those guys in the mid-'70s, hey, they, they had a bright future too. A little bit different here. I think it's a little bit different. The future of young arms in this organization really kind of piqued my interest yesterday for whatever reason. It just, it's just kind of landed. The topic just landed on that. Yesterday, had to make mention of that tonight as the Brewers get a 9-3 win. Uh, been a while since we've spoken to Aaron in, uh, Aaron in La Crescent, Minnesota at 799-1250. How are you, buddy? Good. It's been about 10 days. <laughs> okay. Ten, all right. That, that's all right. That's, that's half a season. Yeah, that's a half or a third of the season nowadays. Yeah. Um, but uh, like I said back then, I said uh, give Christian Yelich a little time. You know, his last major league hit was off his kneecap, so he's finally coming around. And I have to pat my back, my back. 
No, you were no. right. And I, I think a lot of people were waiting for this. I, I'm not sure that a ton of people were ready to pull the plug on the dude. No, I, and uh, the one thing I wanted to say is uh, he starts coming around and look what happens. Yeah. Well, look what happens. This offense takes off. I mean, uh, the the games in Chicago this week, but uh, and the Twins game uh, today. But what I want to say is, before it hits September one, we got to make some hay. We got to make a lot of hay, and I hope we can uh, stretch our starters out in the next ten games or eleven games. You know, we got three against Pittsburgh, four against Cincinnati, four against yep. Pittsburgh again. Yep. We need to make hay in these next 10 games. If we make hay in this next 10 games, we're going to be looking good at the postseason. Yeah, and, and I, I wonder, Aaron, hay. yeah, I wonder if they do that, and that'll put you right toward the end of August. Hey, thanks for the call. Always great hearing from you, man. Uh, I wonder if if that does happen, whether or not David Stearns would be uh, at least interested in in making a trade. I mean, the deadline is going to be August thirty first, and and I can pretty much assure you that if indeed he would be interested in a trade, it would not be for a rental. I I would be shocked if David Stearns, the president and GM of this baseball team, made an acquisition via trade if it were just a rental. I mean, it it would be stunning to me. Now, if it if it's a guy that had some team control and was under contract, I don't think he'd mind paying for it. I mean, we'll see what happens in the next 10 days. You're right. It's pretty pivotal 10 days moving forward. I think it's the, the last nine games that has been the most impressive. Bart Winkler uh, and I had a conversation yesterday on, on one of the shows that you know, he brought up a point. He said, Craig Council finds a way to win games. Everyone's looking at the names on the backs of the jerseys, and I understand that. We all want the Moustakases, and we all want the Grand Dolls, and we all want the, you know, insert name there. The, 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 the reality is they, they don't have those guys, but for, for whatever reason, Council finds a way to win. And it's, uh, it depends on what you think about a 500 mark. But he does find a way to get his share, fair share of victories, that's for sure. 799-1250. We'll take a break here. We're going to come back. We'll, we will before the end of the show hear from Craig Council. We're going to hear from today's starter, Brett Anderson. But your thoughts on that young pitching staff that uh, Stearns and company have, have assembled here. Woodruff, Hauser, Burns, Peralta. Devin Williams, now Drew Rasmussen inserted. That, and and I gotta, I'm puzzled about one thing with Drew Rasmussen. See if you can help me out with that after the break here. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show, Tim Allen. Austin, Texas is here too. Producer tonight as the Brewers get a victory over the Twins to even up the series 9-3 the final. We'll be right back on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shaden Blind Postgame Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on the fan. All right, welcome back. Brewers uh, bounce right back with a victory. Uh, a really tough loss last night, and, and now it's in the rearview mirror because you've, you know, it's less than 24 hours later. 
You got that thing right back, and and I like that. Obviously, nine three, the final. Welcome back, baby. Shade and blind post game show. Tim Allen, Austin, Texas. As I said, is here. Austin, can you grab uh, the pitch count for Rasmussen? I just wanted to uh, before we hear from Craig Council, just make mention of this. I'm I'm curious about this. I'm also in the same vein curious about uh, Devin Williams and his situation. You do recall back in 2018 that Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff were used exclusively out of the pen. Now that's their first big taste of the big leagues. So that they were they were bullpen arms. And now fast forward a year and a half or so later, um, then now you've got you know a couple of dudes like like Devin Williams and Drew Rasmussen. Are, are they similar in nature in that you do well? You might want to consider moving them to a starting role. Now, short term, I think that that's the way they're going to work their way into the big leagues and and achieve uh, their you know first first big league cup of coffee and first bout of spilling the milk here and there. But you saw what happened to Burns and, and Woodruff. And a lot of people I remember on this show said, you, you got to leave Burns out there. They're, they're, Woody, Woody's just too good. They're both too good out in that pen. Well, insert them into the rotation very next year. Opening day, 2019, championship season. There they were in the rotation. You recall that. I'm just curious that I, I personally, and so does Austin, I, I, we like Freddie Peralta out of the pen. As a long guy, as, as sort of right now, I call him the rover because I don't know who he's going to piggyback on. What was the pitch count on Rasmussen tonight? I think you're going to like this, Tim. 39 pitches for Rasmussen, 27 of those are strikes. It's a pretty good ratio. It, it is, and I, I wonder, Austin, if that's in an effort to stretch him a little bit or was it just to eat up some, some outs here in, in a runaway game? Yeah, my guess for tonight was probably just to eat up some innings, get some outs. But I mean, it, you might be onto something long term here. I mean, that's they've they've done that time and time again with some of these guys coming out of our bullpen. They had the two piggyback guys, and that was Corbin Burns and Freddie Peralta. Well, now with Lauer down, Burns back into the rotation. Now it's down to Freddie Peralta as the one piggyback guy. All right, and, and we like that. I like that. However, is there another one needed, and is Rasmussen being stretched out? This is short-term. Personally, I've said it this year, they need another electric dude out in that bullpen. To get where they want to go this year, they need one more guy. It doesn't appear it's going to be Corey Knable. It might appear that it might be Drew Rasmussen. Dude's throwing 99. Now the wildness, that's a little concerning, but we said that about Freddie Peralta too. And he's figuring things out a little bit. I don't know, it's just something to think about. The young arms in in this organization right now at the big league level, winning while you're learning, winning while you're maturing. That's a good sign. That's a really good sign. 799-1250, you want to jump in here. Before we get to Craig Council, and I'm sure he'll speak on Drew Rasmussen, uh, we will, by the way, we'll also hear from a guy who knocked in four runs tonight, and uh, that's uh, center fielder Avisail Garcia. Let's get Mike in here in Greenfield. Mike, before counts, what do you got? 
Uh, awesome. Just awesome. Um, we've been, you know, and I just, the other guy that was on the phone said he was saying that, uh, give him time and that, but Yelich is starting to, everybody's starting to hit, and I, I don't know. Uh, I like to criticize counsel a little bit, but, you know, he's saying, you know, you've you got to have enough at-bats to find out about guys, and uh, things are coming around. And they bounced back from that loss last night, and you know, I, um, you know that great defensive play in that inning, throwing a guy out, and then a double play. Um, yeah. The base running mistakes, dude. This has got to stop. I mean, it's not uh, key ball, you know. No, uh, no, no, uh, it's not. That's that's okay. that's part of the learning process. It is, Mike. Yeah, I'm pumped, and I. Uh, I'm going to uh, listen to the rest of your show with my wife at the fire with my brother-in-law and his wife. So. Man, you guys are so lucky to do that. Man, thank, thanks for that. Not, hey, and Mike, thanks a lot. Not that you're lucky that you're listening to me. That's, that's not what I mean. You're lucky that you get to be out in that setting right now. You got a little fire going. I'm sure there's some beers being tipped. Ah, I miss those days in the summer. There's <laughs> plenty of time, plenty of time in the off season for me, Austin. Right? Um, yeah, a little nip nip. Yeah, absolutely. There's, um, you know, there there might be a reason to be a little more impressed with the pitching again tonight. Yeah, I know Corey stumbled a little bit, and we we can expect that. And he's Craig Council used him in the right situation tonight. He did not in Chicago. That was the last stand. You won't see Corey Knable with the game on the line unless something went way haywire. But I'm pretty impressed. Again, another day goes by that this pitching staff is stepping up and it's flying under the radar a little bit. We, I think we're, we're swayed a little bit on, on focusing on this offense. And now we have to t- start to take a look at this pitching staff because they're doing their job. They really are. Maybe we'll get into that in, in uh, tomorrow's show and start taking a look at uh, – Team stats, uh, starters, ERA, and, and uh, batting averages against the starters, things like that. Do a little deeper dive into some of the numbers tomorrow, possibly, depending on what happens in that ball game with Woody on the mound. But let's get to Craig Council. I'm sure he's got some fine words to say about Drew Rasmussen and Brett Anderson. Craig, Brett Anderson just described his outing as hot garbage for six innings compared to Drew Rasmussen. Um, would would you take that hot garbage any other night? Oh, that's Brett, right? That's a great quote right there. Um, that's good stuff right there. Hot garbage. Um, no, I, I thought Brett was was really good. I, I think um, I think he's selling himself a little bit short there. Um, you know, we, we saw swing and miss. He was down a lot in the zone. Those curveballs was, was was pretty good tonight. So. Um, and that's a good lineup. So that's um, uh, a little better. Whatever he described it, it was better than that. Greg, how pleased were you to see some slug? We've talked a little bit. That's been missing for some of your games. And um, it was a night where all up and down the lineup, there was a lot of power. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, the guys that um, – that we're counting on to, to, to be run producers tonight you know, came through. And so Braun, Yelich, um, Bobby, um, you know, with, with really big nights and driving the baseball. So, um, 
No, it was, we needed one of those nights, and it, um, you know, those those runs and, and the way we pitched tonight took care of our bullpen, took care of the right guys in the bullpen, and, and so it was a it was a good overall win, and it's it's nice to have a, a little cushion for our, for a couple of innings tonight. Craig, uh, Drew Rasmussen obviously made his debut tonight. What what did you think? Ninety nine, real easy. I mean, that's that that that's what you guys like about him, right? Yeah, it's, it's hard not to like that. Um, but and I, I thought the, the best thing was he just there. There's poise there to me. Uh, he threw a lot of strikes. He filled up the strike zone. Um, and, and my, I actually strongly considered bringing him into a game in Wrigley for his debut, or in the tenth inning when um, you know that extra inning game. And I think uh, because I thought he could handle it. I thought I think that's this is what you're going to see from him. So um, he's a He's a really good young pitcher, and he's got work to do, and he's got growth left to happen, but he's got a really good foundation for what he's doing, and obviously that fastball is just, you know, 99 is a really good place to start. We're gonna, that's something that uh, pitching coaches are, are going to love to work with, and, and as he gets better, he can, he can be a really important guy for us. Greg, you talked about your big guys, your run producers coming up in big situations tonight, but, it, you know, one of those team victories that you like because their big home runs came when – other guys are getting on base, getting walks, stuff like that. Just your thoughts on a really well-rounded effort. Yeah, I, I thought uh, the third inning, obviously, when we uh, when we just put, you know, it was two. It was a, was it the yeah the third inning with just a two-out rally was the inning. I mean, there's nothing nothing started, um, and then Arcia draws a walk. Um, you know, Ronnie Homer's another walk. Um, base hit and then so and then Avi with the big two out base hit too so um that was inning where it's it's a dead inning and we put four straight guys on um and it turns into or five straight guys on and it turns into a, a four-run inning and that's that's a very very good offensive inning um and, and an offensive inning that uh we you know we, we've got, we've needed hey craig that was i think it was about uh, 40 pitches or so for, for Drew in that debut. Is that about like the max for him or could he even go a little bit further than that at times? Um, that's, I think that's what, um, I think he could have gone a little more tonight maybe, but I, I thought debut, that was the right, was the right place to stop it. Um, you know, he's, he's, we've really, he's only been stretched out to about 50 pitches max. So it was, we were, we were right in that zone. So it was a good way to start it. And I, I see him kind of as a multiple inning guy, but, but I don't, I really don't see him pass what he did tonight too often. If he's really efficient, I think maybe he could explore it, but that's, that's probably what you're going to see from him. Craig, I don't know if you said anything to Keston after that first AB, but was it good for him? Do you think to, get a, a bunch of hits the rest of the night and just have a, a good night and get him going a little bit? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's screwed up. I mean, there's no, no question about it. And uh, we, had a, we had a conversation about it, uh, both during the game and after the game. Um, and, and we're clear on it, uh, but he, he screwed up. Craig, and on Ryan, do you feel like uh, Ryan is finding his groove a little bit? He's had such a strange start and has had so few at-bats. Um, do, do you kind of feel like he's finding it a little bit, finding that comfort zone? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's, um, you know, tonight was, you know, this, it was a good matchup score up tonight. Uh, this, is where, this is where we want him in, in, in games, and 
we, we still have to, you know, I think we have to work hard to keep him healthy um, and to be in there, but he's, he's, he's a presence in a lineup and, and that's, that's the biggest thing. And he makes our lineup different and um, keeping him, I think involved and active um, and there for the, for the, for the big games is, is still what we have to do because I, I think if we get him consistent at bats, he's going to produce still. He's, he's just, a, he's a dangerous hitter. He, and he, he has been a little off. I think, I think we've seen it and I think it's from the lack of at bats, but you know, we're, we're starting to create some consistency in it. Um, and we'll, we'll keep moving in that direction. Just how nice, well, you've had to come from behind so often the last week, last two weeks. How nice, maybe you didn't score first, but to get him to lead in the early innings and kind of cruise a little bit, how helpful was that? Yeah, I mean, it just, look, it, it's, it's, these are nights for the bullpen as much as anything. I mean, our, our bullpen has been um, the reason, like I said before, to, earlier in the day with you guys, it's been the reason why we've, we've won games. And so, we gave the guys that have done a lot of the heavy lift and a night off. Um, it, it sets us up good for the for tomorrow and the weekend. Um, and, and we got some, you know, we got some really good guys down there a day off, and uh, have a couple guys that haven't pitched in a while that we can we can use. So it's that's you know where the offense helps out the pitching, even though it's you know it, it doesn't seem like it's related in a night like. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on the fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. Especially had a taste of the College World Series three years ago at Oregon State. And a strikeout of Sano, and that's how you start your big league career. 99 up in the zone, and good luck with that. Yeah, that highlight from Fox Sports Wisconsin, that is the uh, Major League debut. First hitter faced for Drew Rasmussen, and that the uh, spark of the game with Current Electric. Uh, Brian, I want to squeeze you in here, uh, listening on the Radio.com app down in Louisiana. Brian, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. It's been a while. How you been? Hey, more important how you are. Oh, I'm I'm a, I'm happy camper tonight. Uh, one of the things I that I the new young pitchers that you, I didn't hear you talk about, and he pitched last night, Angel Perdomo. Uh, I watched a little bit of it, not a whole lot, uh, but the, he seems to be a little wild. But the kid's got just an absolutely electric arm. I just wanted to get your two cents on it. What did you think when you when you saw him uh, come out last night? Yeah, all right. Thank, thank you, Brian. Thanks for the call. Good hearing from you again. I, uh, I, I think he was nervous, honestly. And uh, we, we see the difference. In, and people are different. Ball players are different. We're different. I mean, think about your first, you know, whatever it is, job interview or whatever it might be, your first big day on the job, Austin. Uh, you know, look at, you, look at your situation. Your first, first time you ever talked on the radio, you're probably mortified. I mean, same the same here. I mean, the same thing with with Angel Perdomo. He did. It didn't look like he had the poise. Uh, but you know, if there, if there's anybody that that can handle things, in my estimation, a little bit better, it's Craig Council on how to. You, know, you just heard him talk about Kevin here. You he, he talked about him screwing up. They talked during the game. They talked after the game. I mean, maybe it's a people thing. 
Perdomo is nasty and can can be super nasty. Big dude, 6'8", 265. So he is a guy that I think is more, Brian, on the project side of things, honestly. But he's in the big leagues for a reason. And that's a charity case here. He's in the big leagues. I mean, he, for whatever reason, you got to respect that he's there. And sometimes it needs a, a little more maturation, for sure. The other thing, just before the break here, and we're going to hear from uh, Drew Rasmussen before we get out of here tonight, Avisail Garcia. We're going to hear from him uh, as well, a little bit of a breakout game, knocking in four tonight. Uh, with Drew Rasmussen, it was very interesting that Craig Council said he's been stretched out to about 50, so that answers my question a little bit. Are they stretching him out a little, little bit? But I, he also went on to say, that's about where he would be, a multi-inning guy. But that's about where he'd be. That being said, I, I think it's that two-three inning role. And that doesn't mean when a game is out of control sideways. Not to me it doesn't. Not with Craig Council it doesn't. This kid's going to get into some high-leverage situations, there's no doubt, based on what I just heard from Counts. Based on his stuff, based on his poise, based on you know what he just said. I mean, maybe there is a right-handed Josh Hader here. He is a little wild, though, and that's the only thing to me that's concerning. You just heard Council say he was going to put him into, into a tie ball game in the 10th inning at Chicago's Wrigley Field against the Cubs. Greg Council loves this kid. I, I am, I'm starting to like him a lot. Maybe he's that missing link out there in that bullpen. And not that they were, they were sucking at all. They're, they're a big reason why the Brewers are 11 and 11 right now. All right, we'll come back here from Avasail Garcia. Little room for you if you want to jump in here. 414-799-1250. Excellent bounce back victory for the crew tonight. 9-3 the final. They run away with this. The outfield knocks in eight runs. Keston Hero with a solo shot. Uh, Yelich, Garcia, and Braun all with two run shots. Garcia knocks in four all told. We'll hear from him next here. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show on the fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game. On the fan, it's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. Guys, a rare runaway victory for the Brewers here in 2020's championship season. Uh, they run their mark to 11-11 and, and, and really... Uh, I, I'm uh, really fascinated with Drew Rasmussen. And I was listening to uh, Jeff Levering a little bit on the uh, uh, network today. Telling the story about how you know, Craig Council had, had seen uh, Rasmussen over on the minor league side and said, yeah, guys, we need him on the big league side. And, and they had to temper uh, Council's enthusiasm over Rasmussen. It's like counts. He's got he's got some learning to do. He's he's got some maturation to go through. Just just hold back a little bit. I thought that was an interesting story. But 
Here's a guy from Oregon State, uh, ended up in the uh, College World Series just a couple of years ago. And a lot of people were talking about him being an upper half of the first round selection. And because of the uh, the Tommy John that he, you know, he, he dropped a little bit and, and people, I wouldn't say f- forgot about him, but uh, maybe maybe just flew off the radar a little bit. They may have found a gem here. And again, the, the wildness is part of it. And, and you guys know me, longtime listeners of my, my shows here, you guys know how I feel about walks. Uh, all the way back to my son playing uh, through the, the travel ball scene in high school and, and, and in college, um, all the way to these big league guys. I'm a manager. If I'm a GM, if I'm a dad, you ain't walking. You, you're not walking the farm or you're not pitching. That's, that's just that. We're, we're not going to have walk fest today every time you're on the mound. That's the one thing. So the, cross your fingers that Drew Rasmussen can harness that a little bit. I'm looking forward to hearing uh, from Drew Rasmussen. He made his uh, Major League be- uh, debut tonight for the Milwaukee Brewers. Here's what he had to say after the game. Drew, how hard was the heart beating tonight? Uh, you know, we were just talking about it in the locker room. Um, some of the guys asked, you know, were you nervous? Was there adrenaline? And throwing in the pen, I was, I was sitting there throwing, and I was going, wow, I thought, you know, I thought I'd feel a little bit more alive than this. And then sure enough, the third out was recorded, and it hit me all at once. Oh, my Lord, I can't believe it. That was a, one, one heck of an experience. It happened so fast. Are you talking after the first inning or once you, your outing was over? Uh, no, uh, when I was warming up in the pen, uh, you know, they called down. They gave me plenty of time to get loose uh, there in the uh, top of the seventh. They said, hey, Rasmussen's going in. And I was throwing down there, and I was like, gosh, you know, I thought, I would, I thought I'd feel it a little bit more than this. And sure enough, that third out was recorded in the top of the seventh, and my, my, my heart just started going. Sure, you waited a long time to finally get in and pitch. Were you starting to wonder if you'd ever get into a game? Well, you know, my, my uh, you know, the anticipation was killing me, and, and I think I'm going to be able to sleep pretty well tonight. Um, it was awesome to finally get in there, and, and I know we were waiting for the right situation, and unfortunately, well, I mean, fortunately, it hadn't come along um, until today, and, and then, you know what, the situation arose where, where it was my time, and we finally got the call. It was quite a different situation from uh, what Angel Perdomo had to face last night, wasn't it? Yeah, um, you know, tonight there was there was a little less pressure, and 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 you know our offense did a great job of of, of giving us plenty of run support and, and getting a big lead, and and so you know it was ultimately just up to me to get in there and throw strikes and 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 help this game move along and and you know get here with the W. Drew, have you had a chance to check your phone yet in terms of how many messages or calls, or have you had time to do that yet? Uh, yeah, I looked at it about five minutes ago, and it was kind of overwhelming, so I just kind of put it away, and, you know, that's a problem for another time. I think I'm going to – I've just been sitting and enjoying the locker room with the guys, and, you know, this is a great group, and they were all so happy for me, so, you know, I figured I might as well just sit down and enjoy it for now because, you know, tomorrow's a new day, and, and, and uh, the thrill of inning number one and, and pitch number one is now gone, and it's back to winning games and, and doing everything we can to, to make the postseason push. Do you, do you like Craig. that multi-inning? Sorry, Sophia. No, go ahead. Just, go ahead. Do you like that multi-inning uh, usage? Do you hope there's more outings like that? 
Uh, you know, I think I think I've said it a couple times. Uh, I'm here to get outs in whatever fashion that is. I'm I'm, I'm happy to be here. So, uh, you know, if multi inning is what they ask of me, multi innings what I'll do. And and uh, you know, I'm I'm excited to get the opportunity to get the ball and 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 uh, you know how they intend on using me is is up to them. And I think situationally, uh, it could change from time to time. But you know, that's not my call. Like I said, I'm I'm here to get outs. Drew, Craig said that he considered you bringing you in at Wrigley um, in the extra inning game, and he said you've always been very poised. Where where does that come from? Uh, you know, for those who haven't been through it, rehab is, rehab is the hardest thing. Well, you know, personally, I think rehab is the hardest thing you can go through in this game. And, and uh, you know, I've gotten the pleasure to not only experience that once, but twice for extended amounts of time. And, and you know, Every day is a blessing to be able to play this game. And, and so I think I've already gone through the worst of it. You know, I'm, I'm going to have bad days. That's how this game works. This game's very hard. Um, but, it, you know, nothing will be as bad as, as rehabbing and, and that kind of stuff. And so um, since I've already faced that, you know, on, on the field, everything will take care of itself. Hey, Drew, you said that it kind of all hit you at once when you left, when you were leaving the bullpen. When did it start to go away? Because, I mean, you had success pretty much right away with the strikeout. Uh, you know, Manny came out. Manny had a, probably about the best mountain visit before I started throwing that I, I could have possibly imagined. You know, he came out. He said, uh, hey, man, first off, I just want to tell you congratulations. Like, you, you've made it. Congratulations. And, and uh, you know, then he said, hey, I need you to take a deep breath. Like, I'm going to work with, we're going to work together. Trust me. I've got a good, we've, we've been rolling today. We've got a good game plan against these guys. And, you know, just having the opportunity to watch everyone and, and, and just see how they love working with our catchers. I've got all the faith in the world. And so knowing that you have a guy back there, you, you know, who's, who's helping guide you along, it, 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 it helps you be able to relax a lot faster. That is cool right there. That that uh, little story about Manny Pena's mound visit. I love those stories. That's a little inside scoop on what goes on out there on that mound. Super, super excited for that kid right there, Drew Rasmussen. And cool for Manny Pena to go ahead and do that. That is uh, something. Manny Pena, I, I can tell you this, and interviewing uh, Manny over the years, a super nice guy. I mean a just just a great human being. So that, that doesn't surprise me that he said that, but that, that is uh, an awesome story to hear. Also uh, stepping up, uh, the offense starting to turn the corner a little bit, it, it appears. Avisail Garcia doing more of what uh, we know he can do, and that's fill a stat sheet, check a, check a bunch of boxes. That's for sure. Had a, had a pretty decent night, I would say. Uh, knocked in four runs, two-run shot, a big two-out, two-strike, two-run base hit. Here's Garcia after the win. I know y'all didn't score first, but just how did it feel to get a lead in the early innings after having to come back so often these last couple weeks? I mean, it feels great. It feels great. I think uh, when we have a chance to, to put some run in for the pitchers, and I think uh, that's what we need. I think when, when they score, we gotta, we got to come back and, and, score, and score some run back, you know, and – you know, we, we, we've been fighting. I think uh, it's been a tough year, but, you know, everybody's doing their best, working hard, and, you know, just just focus, uh, focus on every game, every inning, and, you know, uh, we're just happy to, to have the win today. 
Bobby, do you feel like you're personally starting to get into a groove now offensively? Excuse me? Do you personally feel like you're starting to get into, into a groove now offensively, starting to get more comfortable at the plate? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think uh, I've been feeling uh, better. I've been working so hard, you know, to to do my job right. So I think uh, it's a challenge for everybody, you know, this season. But, you know, we're trying to, to focus every single day and to put, you know, the work we need to put. And, and like I said, be focused every single game. Avi, is it crazy just how fast things change? You know, last night was such a different game, you know, a no-hitter into the ninth, and tonight you were able to put together a couple of, of beginnings, you know, just one day later. Yeah, 100%. I think uh, we never lost focus. And, you know, we knew the guy was trying to uh, trying to uh, throw a no-hitter, and, we, you know, he was trying to, to get on base and, and don't try too much with it. You know, he, he, uh, the pitcher yesterday was, like, really good. But I think we never, you know, we never lost the focus. And, you know, like I say, every time we, if we come back and win the game, I think it's big for us like, because we need it. And that's what we're here for, to win games and, and work hard. So, you know, it's awesome. Avi, to hit some home runs tonight, has it surprised you that this team hasn't hit more home runs so far? And, and do you expect to be more a, a team that's able to slug a little bit more as the season goes? I mean, yeah, 100%. I think uh, everybody feeling comfortable, uh, feeling better every single game, you know. Uh, it's tough, man. It's tough, tough season, you know. And, you know, everybody, it's a, it's a grind for everybody, you know. It's not easy, but we're here, so it is what it is. And, you know, I think uh, we're in a good, in, in good place right now. So just trying to, to continue to working hard and, and focus. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. I think the Brewers are celebrating this victory. I mean, it might be the first time this year we've heard of uh, some jamming going on in in that clubhouse. That's a good sign. That's Avisail Garcia after the Brewers' 9-3 victory as uh, Brett Anderson took to the hill. Six innings of just uh, one-run ball, and offensively, Garcia there, the player of the game, as uh, he knocked in four, a two-run shot, two-run base hit. Also, the uh, entire outfield of Yelich, Garcia there, and Ryan Braun, each of them uh, with two-run home runs and what, eight runs knocked in between the three of them? Keston Hira also had a three-hit game and homered as well. Are you kidding me? I like Drew Rasmussen. That's the story. Are you kidding me? Your major league debut, you strike out Miguel Sano. I mean, there's a guy that uh, hit a hit a shot at Miller Park last week. That it, I think it's still in the air waiting to come down. Are you kidding me? Moment of the game in a good way, is uh, Drew Rasmussen in that Major League debut. We'll check the uh, Major League scoreboard and see what the Cubs and Cardinals did today. Cardinals going to be playing a lot of baseball. Doubleheader on Monday against the Cubs, a, a single game yesterday against Chicago, and then right back at it today, doubleheader against Chicago. We'll check the scoreboard. Coming up next here, Baby Shade and Blind postgame show on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show. 
And it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on the fan. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen, Austin, Texas is here as... uh, you know, we were just talking off the air a few minutes ago about uh, Austin. Uh, we're going to take you to Vegas. My buddy Billy and I, baby Tausch. My first time, other yeah, than the that, airport. <laughs> yeah, but that right. was a good run. Uh, on the way to spring training this year, uh, we had a little bit of a layover in Las Vegas, and uh, uh, that went well. That was a lot of fun. Almost missed the flight into into Phoenix, but okay. I mean, who's darn? We'd have to spend the night in Vegas. But we did uh, end up getting down there. But um, so your first first trip, this will be not for a few months. Of course, it'll it'll be in the off season. Uh, would you put money on the Brewers? Then we we buy in Brewers twenty twenty one championship future bets. Well, this team is built for one sixty two, so I'd probably feel a lot more confident <laughs> with true. a full season going ahead here. <laughs> that's that's what Count said uh, last Thursday for sure. All right, let's check the uh, National League Central scoreboard. What's going on? All right, a lot of games in play today, Tim. Uh, Cardinals and Cubs started off with a doubleheader today. Uh, game one went to the Cardinals. They downed the Cubs uh, nine to three. Webb got the win, and Alec Mills took the loss for the Cubs uh, in Game two. The Cubs did end up winning game two uh, by a score of 4-2. to two. Jeremy Jeffress got the win, Miller with the loss, and Kimbrell with his first save of the year. Wow. Okay, so, yeah, they're, they're trying to put that thing together. I, I do, I do want to say this about the Chicago Cubs. I wish them nothing but bad luck. But that Jeffress-Kimbrell thing, I mean, you talk about volatility of relievers. That has a chance, guys, and and I'm crossing my fingers that it does happen. Nothing personal against JJ. He's a great guy. I don't know Kimbrel, but that has a volatility rate of high. It does with those two guys. That could be that could be really bad for that Chicago Cub team. So let's keep our eyes on that Jeffress Kimbrel thing. All right, then we got another doubleheader in the Central here. The Reds took on the Royals today for two games. Uh, the Royals did snag game one by a score of four to nothing. They shut out the Reds. Uh, Keller with the win. Luis go Castillo Kansas with City. the loss. There you go. And uh, Rosenthal gets his sixth save of the year. Uh, the afternoon game, the Reds would get their revenge in seven. They took uh, the Royals down five to nothing in game two. Trevor Bauer got the win. He's now three and zero with a .68 ERA. Dude's pretty good. Yeah, he is pretty good. Matt Harvey uh, got the loss. He's now zero and one. Uh, and then the final game in the Central tonight, uh, the Pirates lost to the Indians uh, by a score of 6-1. to one. Uh, Savelli got the win, and Nevaraskis, uh with the loss. Uh, by the way, in that Reds game, uh, Castellanos uh, hit number 9 uh, in that game. So uh, Brewers are going to have their hands full uh, with that Reds series uh, next week uh, at Miller Park. But uh, a lot of... A lot of lifting to do tomorrow as we get uh, we get you ready for the third and final game of this three-game set against the Minnesota Twins. Last time they'll see the Twins potentially until the World Series. If that's the, wouldn't that be great? I know the networks would hate that. <laughs> I mean, you talk about a TV revenue. The boy, they would not like that. So let's. Let's see if that happens, Brewers against the Twins in the World Series. But we'll get you ready for Game 3 with the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show at 5.30. And after the last bit, you make the switch. This show right here, Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show. 
Uh, do a little deep dive tomorrow maybe into some of the numbers here with this with the pitchers overall. See how they rank around the league, around the central. Uh, Brandon Woodruff on the hill. You got your stud on on the mound, but so do they in Barrios. So this is going to be a, a good pitcher's duel tomorrow. We'll talk to you after the game. Austin, nice job tonight. Uh, and go Bucks tomorrow afternoon. I understand they get underway, what, two-ish? Somewhere in there? I don't know. I got so laser-focused on the Brewers. But uh, after uh, that Bucks game, Sparky's going to be talking about hopefully a Milwaukee Bucks win in game two of that series. So a lot happening in the next 24 hours. A couple of big games in Milwaukee sports. For Austin, Texas, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. Nice win for the crew tonight, 9-3 the final. And remember, as always, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.